0: It was the crowd, the sound of the crowd, that drew attention to him. Curious about this man, I suppose, whose fame had spread across the region. Word had spread that he was coming. I watched them in the distance, buzzing around him like flies in the midday sun. I cared little for their ailments or their agendas. Up before me floated her face again the suffering in it, my heart's child, consumed by an invisible force, driven into misery by it, until she hardly knew her own name. No amount of mother's love could help her. She would push me away like a stranger. He could fix her. I knew that much. Something inside me led me out that day, leaving her in the shadows of our home. It drove me into the sunshine, and the faces that cast sympathetic glances my way. They all knew my story. I watched those closest to him, his chosen friends, the way they skirted him, protecting him against the crowds their eyes shifting in every direction, their anxiety regarding his safety was palpable. They loved him, I could see that. I too knew love, the type of love that led me outwards, out of my home and out of myself as a sharp voice cried out to him, surprisingly aloud. It emerged from the depths of dark despair like a frightened bird. It rose out of me, screaming injustice. Lord, I heard myself cry. Why did I use that word for him? Only his closest did this. Lord, again, but louder now. I knew he heard me, the smallest flinch a muscle, perhaps, in his cheek, but he did not look at me. Anger welled up inside me. Son of David, I screamed, seeing their protective eyes dart to find my face in the crowd, leaning in and whispering to his beautiful head, disdain and fear etched upon their expression. Son of David! My words found silence. For the smallest, fleeting second, the crowds were hushed as if the world gasped in horror at my insolence. Have mercy on me, I continued, appealing to his eyes to look my way. My daughter is ill, I said. She is tormented by a demon. Before me her twisted, miserable face floated like a ghost, calling up all my courage. Come, dispel me, it seemed to say. Let me see what you can do. But it was never me who had the power. It was he who had the power. I saw them then, deliberately catching my eye and looking away. His closest, his protectors. The fiercest one of them fixed me with a gaze that challenged my presence. Sent her away, I heard them whisper. He paused and drew breath, as if inhaling my situation. Still, he did not look at me. I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. His voice cut the silence like a velvet note. Yet all too loudly, I thought, for those only closest to him. He paused, as if waiting for my response my fists clenched I knew the depths and power of a mother's love how dare they send me away look at me I willed him with a strength that came from somewhere I did not know I pushed myself in front of him he will look at me I thought he will words squeezed out of my throat have mercy on me I whispered as I watched a sudden tilt of his head. Then slowly he looked down at this morsel of a woman, humbled and raging with the love of a child. His words were cold, yet his eyes not so. It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs, he said, like scissors cutting silk. That was that. The world waited, I watched his eyes fall upon mine and his expression change a little. I knew he knew my heart. I knew that he and I were somehow intrinsically connected, as if I'd known him all my life and longer still. I drew myself up until my breath was close to his face. Yes, Lord, I said. Yet, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. I shook. I stood with my bold face held in his gaze, every piece of pride in me appealing to his mercy for my beautiful child at home. He regarded me for just a moment. I noticed that his mouth remained fixed, But something moved across his eyes and smiled for just a second. Woman, he said, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. This week's Gospel is one of the most difficult scriptures in the New Testament because at its very centre is the Christ, is Jesus that we have been following throughout St. Matthew's Gospel to this point, And he presents himself in this particular instance in a very cold way. Many experts would believe that Jesus' encounter with the Canaanite woman, given that he is the Christ, is something that he foresees. He knows what's going to happen before the conversation even begins and possibly he uses this to open a whole new set of doors within his own ministry to the Gentiles as well as to people of the Jewish faith. Others would argue that the woman herself, through her frustration and love for her child, teaches Jesus on this occasion, that she answers him and challenges him Whatever you may believe about this piece of scripture, the underlying theme is the intention of one's heart. Jesus did not come to this world for rules and regulations. In fact, at the beginning of this gospel reading today, he is advising the disciples with regard to what defiles a person. The Pharisees have given him a difficult time because he seems to be disobeying some of the rules and regulations that are set in place. But again, Jesus is appealing to the heart and soul of the person, to the intentions of their soul and the joy or the misery that those same intentions can bring. It is this woman's intention today to get to the feet of Christ, no matter what, And her intention is based on two things. One is the love for her child and the other is her faith that this man in front of her can move mountains. So Lord, today, as we consider your holy word, help us re-establish within us that depth of love and faith in you, that moving forward from this moment we may be refreshed by the honesty of this woman and by your openness to her heartfelt plea. We ask this in your name. Amen.